This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 117. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Wakanaga, the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. So check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me, and I want to thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash drbond. Well, my guest this week is none other than fitness icon and legend, Jake, body by Jake Steinfeld. He has been an innovator and an entrepreneur since creating the personal fitness training industry. He established Body by Jake in 1980 to develop merchandise, programming, partnerships, and other multimedia endeavors, all promoting the benefits of healthy living and the motivation to get there. Jake also created Fit TV, America's first 24-hour fitness lifestyle television network, and then Jake created and launched Exercise TV, the first on-demand fitness television network in partnership with Comcast, New Balance, and Time Warner. He is also the founder of Major League Lacrosse and the World Series of Youth Lacrosse. And Jake was appointed by Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger to serve as chairman of the California Governor's Council on Physical Fitness and Sports. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the legend, the icon, body by Jake himself, Jake Steinfeld. Welcome to the show. Well, I got to tell you, Dr. Ward Bond, Dr. Doctor, that was a, I could just sit back and listen to you tell tell all these accolades, man. I mean, do I even have to do the interview for crying out loud? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, we we got to dive deep into deep into your history because uh, you know you are a legend, you are an icon, you are the guy that literally started this whole. Uh, you were a pioneer in the areas of physical fitness, but you brought it to television. And just a kind of a quick question to kick it all off: How did you personally get into physical fitness, and why? Well, first of all. Doctor, it's it's great to be on the show. Um, you do some terrific things, some great things. Uh, the motivation, inspiration that 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 you impart to uh, to hundreds of thousands of people every day is is really exciting. And and I'm glad to be here with you, brother. And uh, look, um, uh, I'll take you back just a little bit. Um, I, I I was an overweight kid. I had a really bad stutter growing up. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, my dad bought me a set of weights when I was 13 years old, and uh, the weights changed my life. Uh, not only did they build my body, but they built my confidence and self-esteem. And you know, listen, whether you're talking about adults or kids or, or, or any of us, anybody who's listening right now, when you have confidence and you have self-esteem, you can achieve anything you want in your life. And to me, once I started to exercise, Ward, it was one of these feelings where the weights and me just got together. I started standing up a little bit straighter. I started looking in the mirror and being confident, being proud of who I was. And I had this immediate dream. I want to become Mr. America. That's what I want to do. I want to go to California and become Mr. America. And I always reach for the stars. I've always done that my whole life. Uh, and... and uh, 
uh, I went to college upstate New York. You know Cornell University? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, I went to Cortland down the street uh, where where if, if you know upstate New York well, um, it snows from the second you get to school to the, probably the second you leave. It's not too conducive to walk around in your gold lame posing trunks in 18 inches of snow. And I was in school for about three months. I was never really a great student. Um, and it was one of those kind of moments where, you know, listen, we all have dreams. And sometimes, you, you know, you're afraid to express your dreams to people closest to you because, you know, in a couple of ways you learn, and I've learned over the course of my life, and I speak about this a lot, that when you when you talk about dreams, talk about something you want to achieve, to people closest to you, you might get two different answers. One, you know, they they don't want you to get hurt, so they discourage you, kind of like my parents did, right? Where, oh my goodness, you don't want to do that. You, you know, they don't want to see you hurt. And then there are the friends who, and a lot of people know this in life, probably nodding right now, saying where you tell someone, this is what I want to do, Ward, and this is what I'm going to be, and you go, gee, Jake, you know, I don't think you can do that. Simply because... You know, you might not think that, well, if Jake is successful, then I can't be successful. So there's not enough success to go around. I'm a complete opposite believer in that, where there's plenty of room and plenty of success for everyone. There's upward spiral, if you will. So I'm upstate New York. My mom used to check in, uh, you know, want to check in and see how I was doing at school uh, every day. And this this one afternoon... She called asking about poli sci and English class, and I finally got up enough courage, and I said, Mom, I'm going to go to California to become a bodybuilder. Silence on the phone. The next words I hear were, Herbie, my dad, pick up the phone and talk to your kid. I'm putting my head in the oven. And it was one of those crazy moments where the bus ride from upstate New York uh, to Baldwin, Long Island, which is where we lived in Long Island, Nassau County, Long Island, New York, uh, was was it was the longest bus ride of my life. And sitting down with my parents, they they uh, they were they were terrific. My parents were always great. They said, "Look, you want to go to L.A., get it out of your system. You could do that." Uh, told my friends and exactly what I just said to you. You know, they said, "Are you kidding me?" I had a girlfriend who said, "You'll you'll never make it." I had friends who said, come on, man, uh, what are you thinking about? You know, no one leaves our neighborhood. And I made the trek at 18 years old, got to L.A., and I read all the muscle magazines, right? And all the muscle magazines said, eat 18 eggs and 24 chickens a day, and you too could become Mr. America. Well, I'm here to say, Doc, that I clucked a lot, but I was never able to achieve that lofty goal of Mr. America. I... I entered the Mr. Southern California contest, 1978. The guy that beat me was on steroids. Now, as I said, I read the magazines. Nobody ever said steroids. No one ever mentioned those words. And I had to make a decision. Now, uh, I'm 62 today. Um, I've been married almost 32 years. My wife, Tracy, we have four great kids. Uh, my daughter, Morgan, is 28. I have a son, Nick, who's 26. Zach is 21. Luke is 19. And I'm sure you, like uh, we all talk to our children, um, I've always talked to them about decision-making. And if you have to think about something too long, 
probably something you shouldn't be doing. And it was that moment, and there I was, just turning 19 years old, left my friends, left my family, left college. Here I was on the, on the precipice, if you will, right? You know, this is life right. is about moments. And I'm a big believer in life is about moments. This was one of those big moments where I made a decision not to take steroids. For the simple reason was, Doc, you remember back in fourth and fifth grade, uh, I don't know where you grew up, but, you know, the nurse would give you those TB tests where that little four-prong Oh, yeah, thing yeah. Just a little boop. Right? I remember, remember those things. A little thing. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like in the forearm. Well, well, I'd faint at that. So there was not a chance in the world that I was going to put a needle in my own battissimo. And I made that decision because I was afraid that I wasn't going to take steroids, that I wasn't going to have that dream of becoming Mr. America because in order to become a professional bodybuilder, common knowledge, oh, yeah. they take That's steroids. Right. And I, I just, I said, I'm not going to go back to New York because in my mind, I'm not going back a loser, yeah. right? Because of all my friends, they said, you're going to be back. I love what working out did for me. I love how I felt when I exercised. I just felt great. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I did know that I wasn't going to leave L.A. And I, and I felt in my heart and my soul that fitness and nutrition and that health was going to have something to do with my life. And literally, right place, right time, right moment, another one of those great moments. Uh, it's, 19, it's about 1980. I'm living in Studio City, California, um, doing what every good, you know, bodybuilder does. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, working out in the morning. I'm catching rays during the day and I'm bouncing in a bar at night. And now I'm back at the apartment. I'm catching rays after a workout. And this actress has come over to me who I've seen around the pool a number of times. And she says, you know, um, Jake, hi, hey, how you doing? She says, you know, I see you here all the time. Um, I got a question. I said, okay. She said, I've got this Club Med commercial that I have to do. I have six weeks to get in shape. And, see, I like you, Jake, but I don't want to look like you. Is there something you could do to help me out? Now, just, just to put the, the, the world at, you know, in a point here, and, and you, you, you know the stock where this was 1980. So at that time, Jane Fonda had just come on the scene with the high-impact aerobic classes. And women were very intimidated by using weights. They thought if they used weights, they were going to get big muscles. So I'm listening to what she wanted to do. She looked terrific. Her name was Sandy. She had to wear a bikini is what she said. And uh, she said, could you come to my boyfriend's house and do the workout there? And I thought, okay, sure, no problem. She goes, how much is it going to cost? I go, hmm, um, just give me gas money for my uh, 1977 white Camaro. <laughs> and I used to have Jake 77 on the license plate. That's you know, awesome. I always kept a very low profile. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. <laughs> and, 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 uh, she gave me the address and I came up with this workout, right. Thinking that, okay, she seemed to have this a type personality. Now I love training. I love being in the gym. I didn't like hanging around the gym. So my workouts were, were, were together, concise, specific, surgical. I was in the gym and, and I got out. And I figured, let me do the same thing with creating a workout for this gal. So I came up with a 30-minute workout using, truly, a broomstick, a towel, 
for resistance training, right? Resistance. Sure. If I were to give you or, or hand your wife uh, a towel and say, okay, Ward, I'm going to pull down on the towel. You pull up on the towel for some bicep curls, right? I could put a whole lot more resistance on that towel than as if you were holding two 10 or 15 or 20-pound dumbbells. But psychologically, oh, my gosh, it's a towel. <laughs> so I use a towel a broomstick, and a chair for push-ups and dips. Oh, and by the way, two cans of Mama's tomato paste for shoulder raises and things like that. Kept it real fun, very simple. Went to the address in Beverly Hills, knocked on the door, and if you weren't on the cover of, you know, Musclehead Digest, I don't know who you were, guy answers the door, turns out to be Francis Ford Popola. Get out of here. Ah, no, 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 seriously. Wow, wow. My and, daughter's going to freak out when I tell her that. <laughs> well, no, and it, and, and it was crazy because I started training uh, this gal, Sandy, and they started going to parties, and people started saying, you look great, what are you doing? Well, this guy, Jake, he comes to the house. He's got a broomstick, a towel, and a chair. It's a 30-minute workout. He's, he's pretty funny, and, boy, he eats too much because they had a great refrigerator. Doc, man, <laughs> I had no dough back then, and they had a great fridge, man. You know, oh, and man. they were very sweet. And uh, people started saying, that, well, what a great idea. What's his phone number? Now, let me just say this to you. There were no cell phones back then in 1980. And if you remember, when you moved, you needed to list your telephone number in the phone book. Well, I went from upstate New York to L.A., right? 18 years old. Right. Uh, I never listed my number. And my goodness, it was the best thing I never did. Because one thing about Hollywood is if you're good and people want to get a hold of you and they can't, they seem to want you more. And ah. it became this mystique without even me knowing it. Or seriously, I'm getting phone calls from on my little entry machine in my one-bedroom apartment in Studio City from Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, Priscilla Presley, Bette Midler, Warren Beatty, Barbra Streisand. I mean, the biggest stars in the world. And now I'm not only hanging with them, I'm traveling with them. I trained Harrison Ford for Raiders and, and Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom and um, met the greatest people in the world, and I learned the most amazing lesson. And the lesson is a simple one. These people are no different than you and me. The only difference is they had a dream, and they never quit on their dream and never took no for an answer. And that gave me all the incentive in the world to say to myself, wait a second, I might never direct E.T. too, but I'm going to have my own success in life. And I was able to parlay that famous by association of being the first guy to do personal fitness training, right, and made it an occupation, to videos and books and television shows. And actually, Ted Turner, the great Ted Turner, gave me my start on television doing the fitness break on cable news network starting in 1981 and wow. everything from there it's just become it's like you know a lot of you guests talk with their musicians and be, you know they come my life was all about you know hope health and family and everything i've done with my brand where as you mentioned so nicely uh, some of the different things that i've been fortunate to create, which I love, you know, as an entrepreneur, to create something 
is an incredible is is an incredible thing. I mean, nothing takes the place, obviously, of my children and my wife. But when you're able to create a business or you know a television network like Fit TV, the first linear fitness television network, uh, or Exercise TV, as you mentioned, or Major League Lacrosse, um, it's just a matter of saying why not, why not, and it gives me great joy. Um, and I've always done these things in a way because I'm I'm a huge believer in, right, A, success is failure turned inside out, and I've been very fortunate to be successful, but I've failed a bunch. And in order to succeed, you have to fail because, hey, failure isn't death. We know death is death, and when the show is over, as we say, when the director yells cut, then the show is over. Uh, but in business, like in life, you have to take shots. And the more shots and the more chances you take, the more well-rounded you become as a human being and the more exciting life becomes, whatever it is, whatever it is, whether it's a job or a relationship or, 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 or trying to start your own business. I had no, you know, doc, you're, you're a doc. I'm, I, I'm not a doctor. My mother would have loved to have seen me be a doc, you know, uh, I've, I, what my secret power has always been is about having the ability to motivate and inspire and make you believe and feel that I can get you to do more things today than you did yesterday, whether it's a push-up or a sit-up. And if I can do a push-up or a sit-up and two reps to ten reps, why can't I fill in the blank and start my own business, create my own Take control of your own destiny. See, I, I completely it, agree with that. that. Nugget is what it's about. Well, yeah, because I, you know, to me, and see, and you, you are the epitome of exactly what I want other people to know, to realize, and even become. Because it's people like you, people like me, that we desire to inspire. We desire to motivate and encourage. And and you know, failure is not the end. And so, let me ask you this, Jake. Is there one particular failure in your life that maybe gave you a little bit of push or catapulted you into what you have become today? Oh, my gosh. I got a bunch. <laughs> we got three or four hours. <laughs> Come on. Ward, listen. And this is, by the way, it's a great question. It's a great question. And I'll take you all the way back. You, you know, uh, everything in my life has been about two words, don't quit. Right. That's um, it. When I was started to exercise, as I told, I just told you the story. Um, in eighth grade, I I just had the feeling and the belief I'm going to go out for my eighth grade basketball team because, man, I am a really terrific basketball player. Because, well, my mom said, "Honey, you're a really terrific basketball player," and I went out for the team, and I got cut from my eighth grade basketball team. And I know here we are, as I said, I'm 62. You're looking pretty terrific, so you must be in your 40s, brother. But uh, I like you know, that. <laughs> uh, I'm a smooth talker, aren't I? <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what, what's funny is I, I never really tell people how old I am, but since you told everybody you're 62, I'm only five years younger than you. Well, let me tell you something. You look great. And it's all, and to me, it's about eating. It's all about eating right and exercising. And, and I'm an avid cyclist. So I, I, I love that sport. And, um, but no, you no, carry no, on with your but, story, you know, but, but, but uh, thank truth, you for telling it's, 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 <laughs> it's, Listen, I'm 62, man, but, but I feel like I'm 21. 
you know. But just, just getting back. So, so I go out for the basketball team. I get cut from my eighth-grade basketball team. It's a pretty devastating moment. We can all go back to us as kids. And what happened to us as kids shaped us to who we have all become. Right? I mean, we, we could talk about that for 100 years. Yeah. But I get cut. Sure. I'm not feeling great. A friend gives me a poem called Don't Quit. Now, I told you I wasn't much of a student. I sure as heck wasn't a poet. And I'm 14, and I get this poem. And I'm like, uh, huh. And it's really, it's really interesting because the poem became a Bible verse to me, Doc. And it was one of those things where I love it. And I'm just going to. And this is for everybody, and you close your eyes, and it's, I mean, I have, I recited, I, I started to read the poem um, really every day. And in 1981, I actually trademarked the words, don't quit. And I've, I've, kept wow. the, I've kept that trademark sacred. We'll talk about what I've done with it in a minute. But, you know, the poem is, yeah. a, is a beautiful poem, and, and if you will, I just love to, yeah, you, you know, kind of recite it to you and to everybody. Sure. Because Please. it's something that I think do. should be recited, memorized by everybody. And I would, I would have told you this 10 months ago, two years ago, but now more than ever, with everybody challenged with, you know, with what's going on in the world, this poem, Don't Quit, really sort of hits you right between the eyes and in your heart. And if you think about it, listen, here it goes. Just close your eyes. If you're driving, pull over. But, you know, listen up. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are, it may be near, when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit, it's when things seem worst that you must not quit. Don't quit. And that poem, that poem got me through, you know, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and it's become a Bible verse to me. And as I mentioned, you know... Uh, I've been very blessed throughout my career, my life, um, the different things I've been able to accomplish. Uh, the words don't quit, I've kept sacred. That trademark, I've kept sacred. I've never, I've never, I mean, I use it as a, as a sign-off, as a moniker. My books, there's always a tag of don't quit. But I never put it on a product. Because I just always felt that, you know, okay, nothing was worthy enough. And I thought, okay, uh, I will pass this trademark on to my children. And I've been working diligently, you know, on a number of different things. A big thing that I have been doing, and I think you, you kind of mentioned on, um, I was chair of the fitness council in California with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, which was a great honor for me, uh, and then a year with Jerry Brown. And I've been the chair of the National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils now. This is, uh, this is ending my eighth year, and I have a singular mission. I want to put as many don't quit fitness centers in every elementary and middle school in this great country of ours. And each year I choose four states and I call governor's cult 
board. This is how I do it. And uh, pick up the phone. I've got three brand new $100,000 Don't Quit Fitness Centers. Call the governors. They pick up the phone. They get the gift. It's just that simple. Um, I, I want to tell you, I am 36 for 36. So uh, it's a it's 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 always great. And and this year, you know, usually October, which is next month coming, I would be preparing to get on the road uh, to travel to each of these states. Uh, to be with the governor, and we do these ribbon cuttings. It's a pep rally. And we literally put a brand-new $100,000 Don't Quit Fitness Center in an elementary or middle school. And we have uh, three um, $100,000 Don't Quit Fitness Centers for each state. And this year, uh, instead of me traveling there, the fitness centers are being installed right now, and we've just finished our virtual ribbon-cutting tour, which is Really worked out great. So I was with Kay Ivey, the governor of Alabama, um, Eric Holcomb, the governor of Indiana, uh, Kevin Stitt, the governor of Oklahoma, and uh, Andy Bashir, the governor of Kentucky. Um, and it's just terrific because I'm a huge believer when you give the schools the tools, it's amazing to see what happens. Um, and these fitness centers uh, really become the hub of a community. Because we put them in a, in, a, in a school, in a community where, believe it or not, Ward, there, there isn't a fitness center or, a, or an exercise studio 10, 15, 20, 30 miles. Or these folks are getting their fresh fruits and vegetables from a convenience store. Right. Exactly. And you put a fitness center in, man, and look, I know what, what exercise and, and, and weight training did for me about not just building my body, but confidence and self-esteem. And the stories that we have heard, like I said, I have done 36 states now. And the stories have been incredible. And to me, that's the most fun. That's the most fun that I have, man. You know, I'm a much better giver than I am a taker, you know. And when we cut a ribbon on a $100,000 Don't Quit Fitness Center, to see the people smiling and hugging and crying and you know, no one, no one comes to Vegas. No one comes to visit us, Jake. Well, you know, Jake, the well, the thing that you're creating is here. Here you are. Your 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 dad bought you some weights when you were what, 13 years old, and in yep. a way, you're doing the exact same thing to a whole nation, and you're creating new Jakes out there for a new generation, kids that. Will pick up weights, go into a, go into one of those fitness centers that you've created, and their dreams are going to be born. That's it. That's it. You just gave me the chills, Ward, when you said that, man. But that's very sweet. Thank you. I mean, it's a uh, it. Well, I, I've got to ask you this one because you know, "Don't Quit" is such a powerful statement that you created a new line of nutrition using the words yes. don't quit. Tell us yeah, about that. Well, listen, and thank you. Um, it, it's, it's been, you know, I've, I've always been um, a big um, uh, protein shake guy since I'm 13 years old. I mean, way back in the day, that, that, that stuff that tasted like cement and that still does, you know, and I, and I just felt there's got to be something better. Now, you know, and you and I can have good conversations on this, but I'd never been a big vitamin taker or a supplement taker. I just never did. I felt I always felt if I ate well, uh, and I've been very fortunate that way, I get my nutrients that way. Uh, vitamins are very expensive, you know. Uh, and I wanted to do something oh, yeah. 
In the last few years, I've been thinking about nutrition, 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 especially people over the age of 50 years old. And as you know, you know, you're losing muscle mass. Um, you know, people need to keep weight on. People need good nutrition. They need their vitamins and minerals. And there's a category in the store called adult nutrition. And when you look at the products that are in that category, Ward, they're not that great. And when you look at the ingredient yeah. panels on those products, they're pretty much chemical-based. And as you know as a doc, you know, when, when you're not uh, getting the right nutrients and you're, 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 you're putting things in your body that are chemically based, you know, that's a, that's a very simple cause for inflammation, digestive problems, allergic reactions, all kinds of not great stuff. I teamed up with some terrific people because I'm not a doc. I'm not a nutritionist. You know, um, I always understood as an entrepreneur, right, surround yourself with great people. In the last two years, we've That's come right. up with incredible formulation because, look, the last thing the world needs is another nutrition shake, right? That's what I thought. Except <laughs> let's, let's – I said we don't need another nutrition shake. We just need the best one. And that's what Don't Quit is. We have a new line of our daily complete nutrition shakes called Don't Quit. You can check them out at don'tquit.com or go to your supermarkets. Uh, they're almost there in every supermarket. But check it out on don'tquit.com. And let me just give it to you. Clean label, Ward. And you love this stuff. No soy, no corn. Oh, I do. Oh, right? yeah. No wheat, no artificial flavors, no artificial mm. sweeteners, no sucralose, gluten-free, kosher, Oh, and by the way, they taste delicious, right? Delicious. They come in chocolate, vanilla, orangeicle, right, and chai tea. Ooh. Our original flavors, so they're two different, there are two sets. Our original flavors have 10 grams of protein, 26 vitamins and minerals, 14 grams of sugar, okay? Now, it beats the competition, and our sugar is pure cane sugar, not manufactured beet sugar, which you know, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, a lot That's of people right. over the age of 50, 60, 70 need to keep weight on, need good nutrients, need their carbohydrates. If you want really high protein, we have a Don't Quit Max version, chocolate and vanilla, that has 30 grams of protein and one gram of Ooh. sugar. One gram of sugar. And they taste oh. delicious. So they're two, you, if, if, if you go to don'tquit.com, you can check it out. The, the most important thing is this. They taste great. They taste great. And it's I love it. meant as a meal supplement. People are using it as a meal replacement, but we're already seeing great recipes. Ward, I mean, we're, we're out in the marketplace of almost four weeks now. We're, we, are, we are the little babies of this adult nutrition category, but we're getting stronger every day. And the recipes have been incredible. Um, we just got a recipe from this terrific gal from Florida who, who is using her original vanilla to make don't quit vanilla pancakes. Oh, I love that. I love Incredible. that. I love it. And then the orangeicle, we use dates, which you know dates oh, are a superfood. Yeah, they are. So, uh, a, a banana, some ice, put it in the blender, a don't quit orangeicle shake, and using your chocolate, some uh, almond butter and a banana and some ice. A don't quit freeze, chocolate freeze. Well, and I I could tell I'm you this. I'm a big sweet guy. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love it. Oh, 
ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you something right now. I want you to go over to don'tquit.com. I want you to order it because I, once I get done here, I'm going to order it because Jake says the words <laughs> dream sickle. And, and, you know, it's kind of like the Jerry Maguire thing. You know, you, you had me at hello. Well, you got me a dream sickle, Jake. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm going to go to don'tquit.com. And ladies and gentlemen, think about those words. And every day you wake up in the morning, you take your first breath. And the first words out of your mouth should be don't quit. And that's, that should be our moniker from, from now on. And Jake, my gosh, I could talk to you forever. I think I could listen to you forever because you are, again, you are inspirational. You're motivational. Wow. You're an, an encourager. And you, and like I said, you are creating a new generation of Jake's out there that are going to have that dream planted within them. They're going to stand up strong and confident because of all of these centers that you're bringing forth across America and we're going to have a healthier, stronger, more positive generation just because of the work you've done. And, you know, I, I'm the only thing I'm sad about is we're at the end of the show and I still want to hear more from you. And but I will tell you this, Jake, you have an open invitation to my show anytime because I would love to talk to you again. But uh, we got to go. <laughs> Well, listen, I got to tell you, Doc, you're terrific. You you keep the positive vibes going. And, 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 and just think this, you know, open the fridge every morning and you see those two words, don't quit. What a great way to start your day. And I'm just going to leave you with stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. Doc, good for you. God bless you and your whole audience. You're terrific. And I hope to talk to you soon. Hey, thank you so much, Jake. And ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of life-changing wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. And I think this one deserves a 10 star rating. So thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. Just look up Dr. Bond's life-changing wellness on any streaming service. You can learn more about me and my daily television show at drwardbond.com. And again, thank you for listening to life-changing wellness. And remember something spectacular happens when you treat your body, right? Have a blessed day, everyone.